I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hey guys, welcome back to Forward Farming. First of all, we just want to give a quick little shout out to our sponsors. So we have Kemp's, Dairy Farmers of America, Otter Tech, Vita Plus, and Armor Animal Health. So let's give them a big round of applause, guys. We also have some sweet little sway bags. Do you want to talk about those? Yes. Um, okay, so there's some good stuff in your sway bags. You have your journal that you're going to use today, a snack for later, thanks to Wayfar. Um, and then there's little drink infusers from Camper Crew. Be sure to follow them on Instagram. They have really cute stuff. So you just like, put your alcohol choice with that little user and you have an old fashioned and it's delicious. Um, and then there is a coupon code to shop the Midwest girl and hopefully I'm not forgetting anything. Yay. So for those of you listening, because hopefully we're going to get this episode up on our regular podcasting. Um, so if you guys don't know, we are for a farming podcast. I'm Amber. This and is Becca. <laughs> um, so we try to put out episodes every Tuesday, so this is a special live episode. So we are here with Annalise, aka Mod Farm Chick in La Crosse, Wisconsin today. Really excited to be here. And uh, let's just talk masterminding. How are you guys doing? Everybody good? Everybody got a drink? Everybody ready to roll? Yeah! <laughs> well, cheers. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Now you're all here. So before we get into some questions, um, Annalise, I want to just ask you, why are we here today? Um, and what kind of made you want to host this, this event? Yeah, so I had the opportunity to mastermind at an event and a retreat I went to um, last spring, and it really was just eye-opening for me. I realized what I was capable of, uh, and it was just so fun to meet like like-minded, like-minded women that want more out of life. Um, and so I wanted like more people to experience what I experienced. And I also like going to conferences where I don't have to sit and like just be spoke at. I feel like the best part about conferences is the networking. And I learned so much more from just the people I socialize with. Um, so that's, I just wanted that to be the encompass this, like I just want to talk to people. Right. I think as farmers, we're also good at just talking to other farmers. So hopefully you guys get to know your neighbors a little bit and get to know everyone else around here because we do have some really special people who have traveled from across the country to be here today. So again, thank you everybody that made the trip out here because this is going to be a really great, great day. So what exactly is a mastermind? I honestly had no idea until you said you wanted to do this. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? So kind of in your own words, what, what is a mastermind? Yeah, so it can be um, virtual or in person. It can be groups of four to six or groups of 100 like this. And basically everyone gets together um, to share ideas and like help each other problem solve. Um, so it's just, it's really about serving each other and brainstorming ideas and uplifting everyone. <laughs> Sorry, shout into it. Um, so you kind of talked about how you masterminded before. Um, is today going to be kind of the same experience? Or are you hoping to bring your own little twist into it? I think everyone here is hopefully. I'm assuming here for growth. We want to grow in some ways, and I think that can look very different for everyone. Maybe you're someone 
here who hates your job and wants um, to leave it to chase a dream. Or maybe you love your job, love your life, but you just need more community. Whatever growth looks like for you, like that's what I encourage you to dive into today. And you might not even know yet. Like you might leave here with something totally new. Uh, but don't compare like your growth to my growth or to somebody else's growth. You're here for your own reason and hopefully you'll leave feeling uplifted and energized. I know that that was a question that we got a lot in the Facebook group, uh, just talking about imposter syndrome. I know we have all felt it. Same time. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't hesitate there. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm hoping that we can kind of maybe share our experiences with that uh, to mainly tell everyone else that they're not alone in what they're feeling. Yeah. Because I think it happens with everyone. So kind of what's going to be the big takeaway for today? What is one thing that you wish leaving here everyone takes with them on their way home? Something to think about on the way home. I want everyone to leave here knowing they have the ability to create their best life and their best day. Uh, I hope today, like when we journal, when we chat, you're really going to hone in on what your perfect day looks like. And then leaving, take little steps every day to make that a reality. You know, we don't have to be stuck just being farmers, just being farm wives, or, you know, I, I, I just feel like as women, we're always doing stuff for other people that we don't always like chase our own dreams or take care of ourselves or, you know, so I hope you leave knowing like you can make that happen. Yeah. And as cheesy as the phrase is like to fill your cup. Yeah. I hope today is one of those days for all of you where you can just walk out of here feeling refreshed and feel like I really needed today just to bond with other women who are like-minded like me and can take away some fresh ideas on and how to be better at home as well. Knowing you're not alone. Yes. Yes. So I think that's a big thing, especially in the rural community as well. I mean, I don't have any neighbors near me that are anywhere near the same age as me. Everyone is 50, 60, 80 years old. So for me, it's very isolating. And I turn to social media because I can talk to people my age, like all of you, and then just have a reminder, like, oh, I'm going through this with, with, like my farm life, I'm going through this with my kid. Like I, it's a very tough battle just for me to deal with on my own, but to connect with all of you and be like, oh, other people are doing the same thing too. Helps helps me feel a little bit better about myself. <laughs> I totally agree. Some days, one of the many reasons I do like social media. I think if you are following the right people and connecting with the right people on social media, it can be a really great thing. Uh, but the same, like it can be a bad thing. It's like we're going to talk about comparing ourselves to other people and seeing what other people are doing and wanting to be on that level, or I'm not good enough. How does she do all of this? And I can hardly keep my kid alive or I'm, you know, um, it's easy to compare, but it's important to remember that social media is just a highlight reel. Um, I think before we get started with some of the other questions that we have written down, maybe just a short intro. Obviously, we'll probably everyone here knows who you are. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, what are you doing? For the you know, thousands of listeners that are, are not here today, uh, maybe just uh, let everyone know who you are and kind of what led you to be here today. Yeah. Okay. So I'm Annalise Wagner, also known as Modern Day Farm Chick. I started just sharing my um, farm story on social media quite a few years ago, just as a way to bridge the gap from farm to table. That's still one of my goals. Uh, but now I also like creating this community and letting farm women know, or any woman know that they don't have to fit a mold. Um, and we're better together. 
so what what fuels a fire? Like what gets a little ants in your pants to get up and share your story every day? No. Oh yeah. What what gets your squirrels? <laughs> I think for me, I hope you guys. <laughs> for me, what lights my fire is just like occasionally I'll get a message like, thank you so much for sharing this today, whether that's about food or farm life or my kids being crazy, like, thank you for being real. Thank you for sharing. Like, just knowing that I can connect with someone and let them know, like, hey, you're not alone. Like, that's what keeps it exciting. What about you? So for those of you that don't know, I grow cranberries and cranberry chats on Instagram. Um, so what really started my fire for sharing my story was I just was sick and tired of people asking me over and over, what's it like growing cranberries in water? What's it like working in water all day? What about the spiders? Everybody asks me about the spiders. I don't know where they're getting that from, but just kind of, again, kind of bridging the gap between the consumer and the farmer because there's so many misconceptions surrounding our industry. I wasn't really seeing that represented on social media anywhere. So I just kind of realized, like, you know, I've got a phone in my pocket. Why don't I just share my story? I'm out here every day anyway. Why not just take some pictures, share some videos, and hope my neighbors don't see it and judge me too much? And if they do, well... <laughs> They can just find a little weird. That's fine. Um, so just kind of every time anyone just asks me a question like, hey, what's this actually like? I can walk away knowing that I help one more person to understand. I think I'm not trying to reach like masses of people. That was never my intention, but I just wanted to share with one person so they could walk away. So like at Thanksgiving, they could tell their grandpa like, hey, did you know cranberries don't grow in water? And getting messages like that back is just... Mm-hmm solidifies all of the work that you put into it. So it's a really great, really great feeling when people just let you know that they learned something from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, uh, I think I'm a little bit like you. I mean, I started sharing like right off of college, I think when Instagram first became a thing. Yeah. Uh, some terrible pictures, terrible filters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I originally kind of started sharing because I had graduated college, moved away from all my family, um, and I still had like friends in college, but you know, everyone kind of gets to see does their own thing after college. So I just started sharing about my day to day. And at first I was trying to be super educational and that got old really fast because you can only like speak so many facts. And then at that point I was literally only talking to other farmers. So it was like, why am I telling them about farming? Um, and it kind of just grew from there after I had my kids, um, I started to feel more alone because once you have kids, like it's harder to do things. It's hard to find people to watch them and you feel guilty for asking people to watch your children. At least I do. <laughs> um, so it was just a way to kind of make friends and like feel that I wasn't the only person. Uh, and so now I, I literally just share my day to day. And like you, when people are just like, oh my gosh, I thought that that, I, that only happened to me. I'm just like, no, I'm crazy. You're crazy. We can crazy together. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So yeah, just sharing and letting people know that they're not alone um, kind of makes it makes it good for me. And I think my favorite comment that I ever got was from a girl um, that I kind of just met on social media, and she had always um, bought organic milk. Nothing against organic milk, um, but she bought it because she thought it was better. She thought she needed to buy it for her kids. And we had a maybe a five minute discussion just on the comparison of them. Um, 
And a few days later, she's like, Becca, I just wanted to let you know that I bought conventional milk at the store today. Like, I saved so much money buying it. I just wanted to thank you for, like, talking to me about that. So that was really cool for me. Um, and, yeah, that's why I just keep sharing because things that maybe are not very interesting to us every day. Or basic. Yeah, yeah like yeah. things that we do every single day. Someone else has never seen that before. Like um, me. I yeah. Mean, it wasn't a brand of cow. Like, <laughs> like, no, it's a breed. Like, oh. Yeah. It's not a designer handbag. It's not a brand. So yeah, we're gonna call it a brand of cow. It's a joke. Yeah, but just being able to share your day to day and reaching new people is makes it worth it. Yeah. So after all of that being said. What steps can we implicate in our daily lives to just continue with this positive momentum? Because again, it does get old. It does get tiring day after day. So what what do you do to keep kind of the ball rolling to get you motivated to share it? I've been trying to be a better journal journaler. I have like a week where I do really well and then I forget about it for weeks. But I think journaling and just like kind of making a list of gratitude of all the things you're thankful for or even a list of all the things you do in a day. I think a lot of us don't realize things we do in a day um, and giving yourself some slack. And like I kind of talked about before, just taking those little steps every day to make sure you're living your ideal, best, perfect life. I mean, kind of like romanticizing your life and enjoying the little things. Yeah. And again, that sounds super cheesy, but if you actually started doing that and just being like, wow, like I'm going to take an extra second to make my breakfast look a little bit prettier today. Mm -hmm. Or like, I'm going to take an extra second to just like, watch my kid like appreciate your eyelashes or like just the smell of their clothes i know that sounds weird no, i'm sorry but just like oh, i never yeah I, I, I everything. <laughs> but just like take those little extra seconds to just be like really appreciative of what you have around you because there are days when you just feel so defeated and feel like you just did nothing but if you just be like okay everyone's alive everyone has food everyone is hopefully sleeping okay yeah and that's good enough and I also think saying no to things, um, which we're going to journal later, because I feel like we get asked as women to do a lot of things or feel obligated to do a lot of things. And it's okay to be like, no, not and not that. feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And making time for the things you actually want to do. Mm -hmm. Whew, that was heavy. Are you, are you guys feeling <laughs> still excited about it? Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we dive into the place questions? People <laughs> 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 that don't like, I know, know you're not just going to be like, what is wrong with <laughs> 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 So, Annalise put out a private Facebook group, and if you weren't able to be a part of that group, we'll save time hopefully for some questions at the end. We wanted to get first dips to people that were a part of the group. Um, and I'll just say quickly yeah. too, it's in the email if you want to join that Facebook group, because if you want to stay connected with everybody here um, today, like that'll be the spot to do it. Sorry. Can everybody still hear us okay? Okay. I don't want to be like shouting at you or anything. <laughs> but uh, we put up a post, you know, put up a post, and we had quite a few people ask us questions. Do you want to go through them all or we can adopt the embarrassing yeah. questions? Yeah, you can choose. I mean, I know Brittany had some that were just She's yeah, we, I was going to say, we don't want to talk about Brittany's questions. <laughs> okay. Um, why don't I like breakfast? 
was one of the questions. Um, I, I, I'm not a big fan of breakfast, I'm not gonna lie. Breakfast for dinner is not my favorite. Uh, I'd rather have a cheeseburger or both pancakes for breakfast. Hot take. That's my hot take for the day. Becca, how many smokers have you started on fire? Two. Only <laughs> <laughs> heard one about that, so it's fine. Uh, how many times have you fallen in the hole while recording content? While recording content just once. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to say. Uh, what do you guys think the biggest benefits of masterminding are? And who do you think masterminding benefits? What are the different ways you mastermind? And what do you get out of masterminding? I feel like we kind of talked about that already, but is there anything else? I'll add a touch. Um, like I feel like I mastermind on the reg with my girl Emily, who designed my website, BT Dubs. Uh, but just like having someone like that that you can like bounce ideas off, like, hey, what do you think about this? And then she usually has great input, like, oh, and you should also do this. And it just like keeps you motivated. So having a friend or someone that you can like genuinely trust and and yeah, feel like they're gonna tell you the honest truth because like I could sit here and just smoke up her butt all the time like yeah that's a great idea when in the back of my mind i'm like no this <laughs> yeah you don't want that's trash yeah. so find someone that you can like trust to be your authentic self with and and have kind of like that like-mindedness with i think is really really beneficial meet with them talk with them get lunch whatever take time away from just like your normal day activities and kind of plan around just talking to those kind of people yeah it really helps another one kind of based on that. Um, how do you stay consistent on social media when there's so many other things that need to be done every day? Examples, keeping children fed and alive. <laughs> that is important. I mean, for me at this point, it's just become part of my life. Like I share everything. Um, but I feel like you just start doing it. It gets easier. Um, you feel like the more you do it, the less perfect I feel like you need to be. And it just... It's important to me, I guess. I like sharing. It's, I just make time for it because, like we were talking about before, I don't like I live in such a rural area. It's not like I'm out at a job where I'm seeing people and socializing. Like, I'm socializing on the farm via my phone. So it's just, yeah. I, time I think also uh, not being perfect makes it a lot easier because, I mean, I just post and go at this point. Like, I rarely watch my stories over. Um, what can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch that back No, yeah, it's just if I have time to post something, I post it. I mean, I go through phases too where sometimes I'm just really busy at work and so I don't have time to post, and that's fine. Like, I think as long as you can be consistent on, on what works for you, um, I know that the social algorithm likes that when you're consistent on your own schedule. Um, but yeah, the more you do it, the more natural it feels and the easier it gets mm -hmm. yeah when i first started sharing um i worked kind of like with a, a little like crash course with someone and like her biggest takeaway was just post every day even on weekends even when you feel like you're not doing anything just like showing your face or like taking a picture or something and putting it in your stories just so you're active like at least once every 24 hours that kind of makes it feel a little less awkward too i mean you don't have to get to the point where you're making like 10 minute long stories every single day because that's a lot for anybody to digest and, and produce that content but just kind of sharing a little bit if you want to be like a quote unquote influencer. Don't. Don't. <laughs> if you want to make sure your story more consistently 
it helps kind of be sharing things a little bit every day, kind of take away the awkwardness a little bit sooner than if you just post one day and like go out of your merry way and then don't post anything like a week later. It's it's, back from that. It is, it's really hard. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't remember how to do this, but just kind of being again consistent with sharing a little bit each day until you're comfortable to start talking more and more about it. All right, next question. Um, how do you overcome the fear of judgment? Um, or thoughts of your friends, family, slash people in your area who think you are crazy or weird for sharing so much. What's the, the quote? Those who matter don't mind, and those who mind don't matter. So, <laughs> um, so just remembering that. And again, I'm, I mean, I feel like anybody who starts something, whether that's social media or a business or whatever, you probably feel like you're being judged or uh, whatever, but you just, you do it and it all works out and those people will, will see that. If it makes you happy, it doesn't really matter what right. you know, other people are thinking. And I think too, it's hard um, sometimes for like, I don't wanna say older people, but the, you know, our parents and uh, you know, grandparents, they, they did not grow up with social media. They don't necessarily understand it. Um, so I know like it's hard to explain to like my grandparents what I why like why I'm talking to my phone sometimes, you know. But yeah. uh I think I don't know, most people around me just kind of know now. Except at work, like I do not make videos around other people. And one time I got caught and it was very embarrassing. <laughs> the Schwanz man got me once. <laughs> <laughs> How do you handle negative comments on posts? I feel like dairy farmers get this a lot more. So I'm gonna this up to you guys uh i don't do anything i just let it ride out i don't want to waste my time with people who are negative i'd much rather spend my time with people who actually want to learn and have a conversation with me uh, so like after a while i used to like ban block delete and now it's just it's just there thanks yeah. for the extra yeah. thanks for the boost <laughs> yeah i it depends on the mood i'm not gonna lie sometimes i'm feeling a little spicy and then I you know respond back to them. Uh, but if they're like past the line if they're like calling me a rapist or something they're they're getting blocked. I don't have time to deal with that. But yeah otherwise I just I thank them for engaging my host and getting my story out to more consumers. Yeah. At the end of the day that's what I want to do. All press is good press. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes if you leave those comments on other people can kind of see how mm -hmm. they are. Yeah. And uh someone wanted to know about Tom. So Tom usually seems a little irritated when you put him on social media. It's true. How does he really feel about you putting your farm out there and sharing your story? So he hates social media. He hates when I put him on camera. I think we all know that. It makes for great content. And when I first started and said I was going to do this, like he was pretty hesitant, pretty nervous, um, you know, just like with all the different activists out there and us like putting ourselves out there. But now like he totally gets it. Um, and it's glad I do what I do. And he even wrote me, guys, don't tell him. I told you this, but he left me a little note on my way here that said, good luck. You're doing great things. So what a guy. Don't. Don't tell him I told you he has a sensitive side. Aww. Speaking of. Speaking of, um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't know if we were talking yet. 
Um, so how, this kind of goes with that, how do you keep your marriages going while doing everything else? How do you keep those fires? Like, someone with little kids and farming, like this season of life is very hard. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Like, it's just hard. We don't really go on dates. We try. Uh, I guess we just try to do like little things like text each other. I'm a big communicator. So like, please just like tell me what's going on. You know, I think all the little things in a day, like make a big difference. Just talking with each other, doing nice things. I don't know. I try to like make him lunch. He makes me coffee. And I don't like, it's not like the fire is really burning that. I think it's hard again. Just being a rural America, like you've got nothing. You've got twenty minutes to go to a Culver's and a really terrible Mexican restaurant. So it's not like you can go anywhere. Oh no, that was Oh yeah, yeah. No, like lacrosse is our next biggest town, which is an hour away. So again, just finding what your person likes is is big. Like Dana's physical touch, and I hate it. Um, but again, having like little kids is it's hard. Like you're touched out by the other day, you're just sad, just leave them alone. So and and he knows that too. So if he can tell like, the house is destroyed when he comes home, he's like, oh shit, okay. I'm gonna just leave you alone, go do your thing. And just taking time for yourself so then you can be better for everyone else too, I think is really important. Um, just finding if you do have little kids, take half hour, an hour every couple of days if you can to like go work out, go for a walk, just be in your own space so then you can come back recharged and then you can be touched for a second. <laughs> I think that's all I got. I got nothing. <laughs> I've been um, making a list of all the things I want to talk to Tom about at the end of the day. Cause like when I'm going through my day, I'm like, oh, I got to ask Tom about this or we have to talk about this. By the end of the night, my brain is so fried that I'm just like, turn on TV and Sure. Um, I can go back to my list and then feel like revived again. I'm like, oh yeah. So you give them a PowerPoint. <laughs> Have you ever looked into a different industry for inspiration or insight? If so, what industry and what did you take away? Mm -hmm. I do follow like uh, different influencers or people that are like doing recipes or like makeup and stuff i don't know i just like to see how different people put reels together or like showcase stuff so yeah i i do that too and then that brings me back around to imposter syndrome honestly if i start looking at what other people are doing like oh this person has a hundred thousand followers what is she doing different than what i'm doing how can i make myself fit her mold because she's getting so many views she's using this audio i need to use the same audio because obviously that works for her so it's going to work for me and when it doesn't work for me it's like well shit, like what did i do wrong if i'm not pretty enough is my content not good enough like what am i doing different um so i guess we haven't really talked about imposter syndrome so that kind of ties back to how we deal with it um when that happens i know it's time to just step away for a minute i know it's time like my mental health is more important than staying consistent 
posting every single day. And if I, if I do, I limit my screen time to like 15 minutes every couple hours or whatever, instead of just like constantly on my phone looking at content because it is hard. Like there's so many things that you think are real on social media that aren't really real, that you have to remember this isn't real life. These are just the highlights of the good parts. Um, so I try not to pull inspiration too much because my inspiration is just like happy. I'm not good at like yeah. creating out of inspiration, if that makes sense. I just kind of mimic. Um, I want to add something to the yeah. imposter syndrome. Like if you are ever on social social media and you feel like, oh, like I'm not as good as her or as pretty as her or whatever it is, like just know like if you are idolizing someone, I guarantee there's someone out there like idolizing you who think they like, God, she just has her shit together. And you're probably like, I don't have my shit together, but this person, you know, it's like somebody thinks you're doing great things. It's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's important to like for me anyway to show the bad things, the not so perfect things. Like if I'm baking something, I don't know if you guys have ever watched me. <laughs> I suck at it. <laughs> but I still post anyway, because I'm like, I'm dumb. This is funny. Like I'm gonna show you guys that it's not all sunshine and, and rainbows where I'm at. Like there's a real side to Instagram too that's not all filters and glitter and unicorn parts. Like it's yeah. It's and, if someone right that melts, I still it was really good. You can also, if someone makes you feel less than, you can unfollow them, or you can take a break and you can mute them. I like to do that. Um, if someone is just like getting under my skin, or like I'm just, I get irritated. I'm like, why? Like, why am I allowing myself to get irritated? Like, this is social media. I don't need to be following them, or I don't need to, you know, see what they're doing all the time. So I think that's important too. Like, if you feel yourself getting that way, either, like you said, back off social media for a little bit, take a break, or just mute the person that is making you feel that way for a little bit. And I mean, it it helps for me. Like, it it stays in the back of your mind for like a day, and then you kind of forget all about it, and you go back to doing what you were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. Do you have time for a couple more? Let's do a couple more, and then we'll wrap it up. These are a little bit more lighter topics um what is your favorite cocktail crown and water or crown and dive pepsi it's your disgusting drink <laughs> <laughs> southern comfort and mountain dew it's delicious yes. so i went up north last summer two summers ago and becca's like you need to try a so-called mountain dew and i was like i've never had it so it's disgusting and I got it, and the bartender looked at me like I was the weirdest person that he's ever seen. <laughs> so he gave me just like a little bit, and I took a sip of it. I was like, delicious. That is trash. And he's like, yeah. So, <laughs> so good. I think it's like a platinum thing. It's an acquired taste. I'll, I'll give you that. I'm, I'm glad it makes you happy. Love that for you. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not drinking your cup. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what is your dream vacation? Ooh, I would love to go to Italy to eat, but I do not want to get on that airplane and take that flight. So private jet to Italy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think anywhere on a beach with like someone just bringing me cocktails would be pretty nice. Um, Joey will not get on an airplane though. And everybody on an airplane. 
he wants his dream vacation is to go elk hunting in Colorado. So <laughs> <laughs> we both do want to go to Alaska. He wants to go hunting. I just want to see the sights. So we might go to Alaska someday. <laughs> I would love to go to Ireland. Potatoes. Potatoes. Okay, last question, and then we'll get rolling into the next thing. Uh, what is your best piece of advice for sharing online? Um, my advice would be to just be yourself and don't worry about what anybody else thinks and just do it if you want to do it. Yeah, I think just being authentically you is the best thing. That you can do because then you'll attract authentic people that authentically like you. Um, I don't want to say just do it, but if it's making you happy and you're enjoying doing it, then do it. If you're not having fun with it, then switch up how you're doing it or don't do it at all. Like I think to stay consistent on social media for a longer period of time, you need to enjoy doing it. Otherwise, there's no point. Yeah, no amount of money can make you like it. I don't think. Yeah, I think if you have a clear goal with your social media and you really ask yourself that, um, it can open up a lot of doors for you and it can like turn into, you know, big things, but just be clear on like why you want to do it, what, what message you want um, to share with people. Sorry for the abrupt ending there, but thank you guys so much for listening and thank you to Annalise for hosting such an amazing event over the weekend. It was so great seeing so many people there, so many women, uh, getting to talk to so many different people and hearing their stories and hear their dreams and, and their goals for the future. So thank you to everyone who participated and showed up and we all had a really great time. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to send us a message on social media, letting us know what your was your favorite part. Um, if you do little masterminds of your own at home, because um, I think we'll probably, this will be a topic that we probably dive into again later on. So we'd love to hear your feedback, what you guys thought. And we just really appreciate you being here and listening to the podcast. So thank you again so much for listening. If you're not following us on social media already, feel free to follow us over on Facebook and Instagram at Forward Farming Podcast. We're also on YouTube sometimes when the internet cooperates. I am over at Cranberry Chats and Becca is over at Becca Hilby. You can also find Annalise over at Mod Farm Chick. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye.